0: All right, my talkers, it is 5 o'clock on this Wednesday, and to kick off this 5 o'clock hour, Lori and Julia have some good couch talk for you.
3: You give us some good couch.
2: Time for Lori and Julia's... Last night was wonderful. ...good couch. (laughs) I know, I love that. It was great. And it it was. There was some wonderful couch. There's really only two late-night shows, Kimmel and Fallon, on on this week, and... um, so uh we talked earlier about Frank and hosting Jimmy Kimmel, but on Jimmy Fallon last night, he had a ve- very memorable night. First of all, he had Demi Lovato on, and that was so fun. She was played. that fun? It was so fun. She seems to be in a very happy place. And she turned 30 and he gave her a birthday cake at the end of the uh show. She sang her song Substance and she had it all it looked like an all-girl band and she was wailing on the guitar. It was it was really oh, good. All right, good. And um, but then Murray Bartlett, who I mean I just he gave he should be on permanent couch Remind rotation.
3: Who
2: he is? Uh, Murray Bartlett it was the guy who played the the general manager of the hotel that was the White Lotus. Mm-hmm. He had some very memorable scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one involving pooping in a. a suitcase another one um a sexual scene that's mm-hmm. not seen on tv very often he just played the greatest character he for a lot of people i think people loved white lotus i loved it for three reasons okay, okay? i've never seen any story like it okay it was everything uh that nicole kidman leanne Moriarty thing wanted to be that 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 spa yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, Nine, whatever that,
3: nine Lives. Nine Seeker li- Lives or
2: whatever. Whatever. Can't even remember. It was mm-hmm. just... Uh, I think for Buzz... Nine Worth, Perfect Strangers. Yeah, I think for Buzz, it was like the our best, like, buzzy thing since Big Little Lies. I couldn't
3: finish it. Because it
2: was so different. All but, right. Um, I watched it. Murray Bartlett's character was amazing. He's nominated for an Emmy. Jennifer Coolidge was everything. And then the two young women who played... Friends, Sydney Sweeney, and I forget what her girlfriend, and they were, they were amazing. They, because they were such typical teenage, they could, they could take you down in size with just a look.
3: Brittany O'Grady.
2: Yeah, Brittany Mm O'Grady's the other girl. So he, he's like a breakout star, and only he and Jennifer Coolidge are going on to White Lotus the second season. Okay. Okay. And so he was on, on the show, and he's on the cover of Entertainment Weekly. I mean, he's just really hit the jackpot. It is such a satire of of uh, white privilege and entitlement, yes. this whole show okay. is. So here is Murray Bartlett which I did not realize it, that he was Australian. And Jimmy Fallon brings up Olivia Newton-John. Oh, okay. I wish the Jimmy hadn't well. interrupted that. He was getting right to the end of this. He was going to say of what she said backstage. You
3: want to know what, though? Mm-hmm. So many men had a crush on Sandy. So did so many women. I know, so many men and women. I mean, she... That movie, because we just saw Coldplay sing um, Summer Lovin' with Mm -hmm. the woman singer that was named... And the chicks did a cover. That movie had such
2: an impact. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of amazing, but he... Mm -hmm. He's lovely. He's lovely. Murray, Murray is, like just, he's a great, I mean, the interview and in entertainment yes. weekly, because he's like just been this journeyman actor, yes, he really has. TV commercials, stage stuff, you know, he's like in his forties and he was really the runaway star. Of course, he also had the um, most talked about character on White Lotus, for sure. Right. Did you watch that show, Josh? Any chance? Not yet. Not no. yet. Okay. So anyway, Murray Bartlett. I I hope he wins. I just I I love it. I love that uh, Entertainment Weekly has him on the cover of the awards yes. to be featured. Now this story, I really. So the other day, I think it was Monday night, maybe. Um, The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, had yes. its um uh, debut. They had a red carpet, you know. Um. Jeff Bezos was there with the Lauren yes, Sanchez yes. and blah, blah, blah. But the person that I, I kind of I, it took me a couple of days to find photos to go through everything. We haven't seen a lot of him this summer. And that's Michael B. Jordan. Oh, showing up on this red carpet. Now, he's not in Lord of the Rings, but his production company, Outlier, has a deal with Amazon. So it's good business for him to, you know, yeah. be there and rubbing elbows. and um, But the business, I want to talk about is his personal life, because he showed up. In a muscle shirt. Tight. It looks like netting. Tight and single is what that yeah. shirt says. Ooh. And buff. And buff. Buff, tight, and single. He is, the sleeves are off, the guns are out, the yeah. pecs are flexing, the top is snug. I'm ready. And I Come feel like. Come and get like it. It's been this, you know. We haven't seen much of him, but here's my point: women are not the only one who revenge dress.
3: You, you Lori, men true.
2: revenge dress too, true. and that's what because and that's a revenge body. The, and and for him, yeah, the story no is with Lori B. Harvey, who he dated. He wanted to get to, he wanted to go to the next level. Yes. She's twenty four to his. 32 or 34 or whatever they're just at different places she's having a hot girl summer she wasn't ready to make a commitment so she did break his heart yep so he's been working out and uh, i'm not mad about any of this Mm -mm. Uh, not at all i just want to photo assume and he's got a bit of a beard i'm a i'm assuming that uh michael is Having a lot of people reaching out to him after he walked this red carpet. Because we haven't seen much of him. Right. No. We've we seen haven't. her. She's been spotted out and about, yes. but he has been laying no. low.
3: Yes. Okay. Did you hear that Eric Dane mixed teamy got back together with his wife?
2: I saw photos of them on a family vacation. And you mm-hmm. know what? I thought they have kids and they're friendly okay. um, separated people. He played the most
3: awful character on Euphoria.
2: Oh my goodness! Did he ever? That dad is terrible,
3: Oh, awful.
2: Yeah. So I don't think anything of it. I just think that they they might be having uh, you know a situation where they can just family vacation together with separate hotel rooms and all that. Uh, Grant posted for us today the trailer for Oprah's documentary on Sydney Poitier has arrived, and I watched a little of it. It's going to be on Apple TV on September twenty third. Making appearances in just the trailer. Denzel, Barbara Streisand, Halle Berry, and it's, it's Oprah tweeted about it this morning. She put it out. It's just called Sydney. He came to this world to move it, to shake it, to change it, not only as an actor, but as an activist and a wisdom teacher. It's one of the great honors of my life to produce the documentary Sydney. Premiering in theaters and streaming on Apple Plus. Oh fun! Yeah, I know it. He really he was a he has man. a he has, he has a
3: great. I mean, he was wonderful.
2: Mm-hmm. Put Paris great. Blues on yeah. your list if you've never seen that movie and you want to just travel to Paris with Sydney. And I'm trying to forget. I'm trying to think of who the beautiful woman is in, in Paris Blues, but yeah, kind. It looks really, really good. And of course, Sidney Poitier became the first black man to win an Academy Award for Best Actor in 1963. And uh, then it wasn't again until Whoopi Goldberg won in supporting. It was a lot of years.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: but um, She went
3: it for Ghost?
2: Yes, yeah, so, in so. supporting. Okay. Yeah. And he just died this year uh, in January. Yeah. And, and Oprah, if you've ever watched the Oprah Winfrey show, they first met on her show in 2000. But she says their relationship, because she was 10 in 1964 and fell in love with him, watching him be... Amazing in Lilies of the Field, mm-hmm. which is another great movie. And um, so she invited him to be on her show. And I remember that episode because she was like meeting a real life crush. hero. Yeah,
3: and a hero and a crush. Crush, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: So I'm glad that she's doing that. And here's she, what she said. Um, I'll just say it real okay. quick. Yeah. yeah. Um, when she remembered, she said, um, I'm 10 years old at my mom's place in Milwaukee. It's 1964 and black people are still quote unquote colored and they're not riding in limos unless their kinfolk have just died. I press my knees into the cold linoleum and stare into our black and white TV. My mouth falls open when Sidney Poitier wins the Academy Award for Best Actor. I cried tears of joy for him and the hope and possibility that mo- that moment represented. It changed who I thought I could be. Well, that's so lovely. Wow. That's so anyway, lovely. this is going to be yep, a show we're going to want to watch. All right, listen, we'll be right back with the Dirtler. Dirt hey Holly, <laughs> it's the um humid Wednesday hump day dirt alert. <laughs> oh, you feel a
1: little swassy there yeah, in studio. Swassy. Oh, well, um let's start today with a little reporting from the Daily Mail, pointing out the fact that celebrities who are running businesses took ppp loans just like other folks oh. running businesses. Okay. During did, the they did they do
3: it did they do it? Like, are we worried about the PPP loans? No.
2: No, but I, let's just say that they were uh, printing money and giving it away to anybody who had yeah, any yeah. reason to get yeah, in. Yeah. And it was yep, yep. with rich people as well as regular. There's a lot of fraud that happened, like a, a lot of fraud. fraud. It makes me sick to my yep. stomach. Now,
1: this has nothing to do with the fraud. But right. This is They're just pointing out that, yeah, you know, people running businesses and they took out these PPP loans, including, you know, folks, the Kardashians, a good American, Chloe, her Jeans, oh. uh, you know, mostly for payroll purposes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, same with uh, Kanye West. Easy, yeah. they spent it on payroll. You know, people yeah. people had to stay employed. Yeah, yeah. So Tom Brady, also one of the folks who so doing anyone it.
2: anyone who had a business could take out a payroll thing. But Correct. to me, like the bigger scandal is all of the fake. Yeah, I know there was
3: a lot of fake stuff. fake
2: the the defrauding yeah. like yeah. uh, they people lawns and. You know, company, things that didn't exist, they were just like giving, uh, there was very little oversight.
1: Yeah, you know, the occasional story pops up where someone is buying a luxury car. Well, how do they get the money to do that? Yeah. Well,
2: there you go. No, I mean, they, 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 they the government has admitted. Yeah. Yeah. what a mess yeah. it is. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Angelina Jolie is keeping it in the family, hiring two of her f- sons to work on her latest film, Without Blood.
2: Well, this just seems like what all Hollywood people do is hire their kids to work <laughs> on their movies uh, or TV shows.
1: Yeah, so according to People Magazine, Pax and Maddox, or her two oldest sons, are members of the crew of this movie. Filming is happening in Italy with Selma Hayek. She is starring in this movie. And Angelina Tully telling People Magazine we work well together. When a film crew is at its best, it feels like a big family, so it felt natural.
2: Yeah, this is a PR response to Brad uh, being a baby back uh, biatch and running to page six about okay, the. I, we can't have
1: a track no, but like I'm that.
2: just saying that that, <laughs> that this story coming out today is just Angelina just playing. Well, you know, I'm and she took and she took one of her kids today to Universal Studios,
3: so yeah, they could
2: get those pictures. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So this is how it goes: if you play dirty, she's these, gonna fight. These good. two
3: need to stop wow in, wow it's not wow. going to stop it's ridiculous they well, both need therapy it, yeah, is it sounds re- like
2: they do because brad was really horrible to her I, again Lori. But, but i mean he was really horrible course. in his addiction to Got her it. and we never want to believe the women and i hate that part of it
3: yeah I, just because you have a crush I,
2: on the movie star no
3: it isn't that yeah we, it is that. we know more Mm-mm. Whatever. We're always going to argue on this one. And I'm not going to do it today.
2: Next. <laughs> so
3: we'll Next talk. We like, about
2: the, the source that you think you have is so not reliable, Julia. All
1: right. I
2: That's the thing. Well,
3: All we'll right.
1: talk about okay. Demi Lovato. Okay, let's talk Demi about too. Demi. Demi Lovato not confirming that her new single, 29, is about her age gap with Wilder Vamala- Valderrama, but it's, she thinks it speaks for herself. It's
2: 100% about Wil- Wilmer Valderrama. It is 100% that He song.
1: seems like such a himbo.
2: Well, he was a himbo. Wow. And he did. She was 17 and he was 29. Yeah. Ooh. yeah.
1: He dated Mandy Moore, Moore. too, yes. back in the day. Yeah. Um, Lindsay Lohan, I think. That's yes. right, Julia. Yeah, probably, yeah. Uh, So, Demi Lovato's got a new album out. She's doing a ton of press for it. She's
2: rocking it in this new album.
1: Yeah, she's totally leaning into the punk rock Mm -hmm. Avril Lavigne, Olivia Rodrigo aesthetic that's popular right now.
2: Even Joan Jett, her hair is
1: very Joan Jett. Very (laughs) mullity. Yeah. Yes, very mullity. Demi Lovato says, I would be lying if I said I didn't have a ton of anxiety about putting out this song. I just said I have to go for this. I have to own my truth. Mm Mm-hmm. did note that sometimes saying less is more, so Demi Lovato speaking through her art.
2: Yeah. She rocked it out on the Tonight Show last night. I'd never seen her play this hard before.
1: No, her boyfriend. Did
3: you see the pictures of her Mm -hmm. and her new boyfriend? He must be a musician or something. Yeah.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Here are some of the lyrics of the song 29. Finally, 29. Funny, just like you were at the time. Thought it was a teenage dream, just a fantasy, but was it yours or was it mine? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, come on! Yeah, come I love on. How it's about it him. Yeah, it's
2: about him. <laughs> I wish she had named her album "Holy Bleep."
1: That yeah, word. I know it. It's just yeah, it makes it kind of hard for us to talk about yep. it you know, us who are regulated by the FCC where we can't say naughty words but i suppose and, if you're not and then I, go ahead i don't know why she had I to insist don't like on that, that
2: title I either. Don't like that i always in think general. i always think you can do better it's you lazy you can do better it lazy. is it feels very lazy thank you julia we agree on that feels, a 1000% yeah.
1: oh my goodness yes well a little pre vintage scandal for you a little taste courtesy of the girls next door Oh. oh,
2: boy, oh, I bet that Laurie show doesn't Seibo. age
1: well looking back at that <laughs> <Yeah>. show. <laughs> now, did you guys watch I the I watched girls- it obsessively. I believe it was on Sunday night on E! Yeah, well, Holly Madison and Bridget Marquand are talking about their time on The Girls Next Door back in 2005. They said that they were paid nothing.
2: Oh, I believe that. Okay, that's, fir- that's, that's so terrible. gross. That's just gross. That, I, And I'm sorry that, like, that they didn't know enough to know that they should get paid. Yeah. But, so, right? They neither of them were like, you know, I feel like Holly was a country bumpkin from Alaska. She didn't know anything or Oregon or something. Very well, simple.
1: Yeah. She was from Oregon. I believe Bridget was from California. She was from Lodi because they went out and they had a couple of episodes yeah. out there. So, well, the story that they're telling Holly and Bridget revealed they were paid nothing to star in the first 15 episodes of The Girls Next Door. Mm. But then they. Did. Yes, but then they did, because Holly said when they ordered more episodes, they finally paid us. Bridget adding very little. Yeah. You know, and so. And they made the show. Yeah, they did. Yes. I believe that Holly and Bridget are doing a new podcast together. So that's okay. why they're talking. As of uh, Kendra, they don't, you know.
2: They don't, they never, she was always the odd girl out anyway. Mm-hmm. In right. that thing. But I did like that show, but I bet it doesn't hold up well.
1: I think it's one of those things where it's going to be a cultural artifact. Yeah. I mean, enough mm-hmm. time has passed and enough has changed in the culture where you watch the girls next door. Not only think watching it recently, maybe a little bit of it in the past year. The production value. Oh, yeah. It's just they literally had a camera and they were following these people around in the house.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then just the. <sighs> and
2: I bet they did some. I bet they did some fast editing, you know, kind of. Where they made the audience feel like we were getting the full everything captured because of the one camera kind of thing. But I bet they edited that within an inch of its life.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, and also, we know Holly's perspective. We know Bridget's perspective. Even Kendra about what was really going on behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. They've written memoirs. They've done interviews. And it wasn't. It was gross. Yeah, it it was just gross, exactly. Um, Heather Dubrow is talking about how she won't let her husband, Dr. Terry, retire from pr- plastic surgery. Not the way she spends money. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> she, yeah. Ever. yeah, she said, I won't let Terry retire. He's a surgeon. He's going to die with a scalpel. He can't retire. So she admits that she doesn't want Terry to retire as she's uh, intent on preserving her alone time mm-hmm. at yeah. their mansion. She oh, said, he man. can't be home. I need to be alone. That
3: is something that people struggle
1: with.
2: That's right. Mm-hmm. That's a true thing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And man, I wish someone in our family would get married to a plastic surgeon. Okay. <laughs> you know, that would really come in it handy. Yeah. Oh,
1: look at the time. Oh, look at the time. I'm just
2: saying, you know, just, wouldn't it be nice to have a lawyer and a plastic surgeon yeah. and a dermatologist <laughs> and a beautician in the family? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Ollie, thank you You're so welcome. much.
0: It is 530 on a Wednesday, so let's dive into oh, a vintage scandal, why don't we? And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite
3: the
2: scandal. All right, so Julia, you know, we talk about our long-lost Barbara Streisand. When is she ever going to finish her memoir? Oh, and about all of her lovers. Oh, she has, you know, quite a life. And I maybe, you know, Barbara is not one to kiss and tell, but we... Did last that we checked in with her, she confirmed she was Oof. writing it. It's just she works at her own pace, so I just thought, you know what, let's just revisit some of the Barbara Streisand scandalous and romantic love affairs oh, that she had it. because yep. she's happily been married to uh, Josh. James Brolin, excuse me, since 1998. The same. Has it
3: been that long? Early? Yes. She
2: got married like the same year um, you did. I, we got married like in May and she and they got married like in June or something in mm-hmm. Malibu. And, mm-hmm. you know, we were like so happy that they found each other. And oh my gosh, yes. She had the Donna Karen gown with the cutout shoulders. She was
3: Miss Donna Karen and oh, the yeah. nude nails.
2: Yeah. And 20 years, they've been married 20 years in Hollywood, which is like 50 in regular years. Yes, it years. is. So, um, and she says kindness is the key to her and James' successful and happy marriage. I think
3: that is a big part of it. Oh,
2: I very much so. I think I learned a long time ago when I got out of an abusive relationship and went to a a group about, um, you know, relationships, and it was for people who found themselves in. And so how did I find myself in this abusive relationship? And you know, what, what was my part that I played in all of that? But one of the things that they really, um, it just stuck with me is that, um, we often overlook kindness Mm -hmm. in a person because we're very focused on maybe more shallow things
3: right bright shiny objects that's right and that. yeah, that's right brighter and that's, the shinier the this or the louder
2: yeah but words can have words words do so much damage that yeah. kind of fighting that kind yeah. of yelling the emotional that verb so kindness to look for kindness and mm-hmm. it's one such of the, good advice that was one of the things i had on my list of something i had to have in someone mm-hmm. um but anyway so barbara strikes in so Let's set the stage, because she's only been married twice. Right. She met Elliot, Elliot Gould. Gould when she was 19 years mm-hmm. old. They were auditioning for the Broadway musical, I Can Get It For You Wholesale. Mm-hmm. And they both starred in the show, and they started a romance, and they married in 1963. They had one son, and they split after eight years of marriage. Mm-hmm. And then she didn't get married again until she was, it's been 20 years, she's 80, so she was 59. Yeah when she married him. Mm-hmm. So um anyway so here just to let's just revisit okay yes when she had her affair with Omar Sharif on the set of Funny Girl it was scandal. Mm-hmm. And why was it a scandal? Because due to the Israeli was, Egyptian yeah. six day uh-huh. war breaking out at the same time in June of 1967 mm-hmm. first Omar almost got fired by the movie's producers because a poster of the two stars kissing came out the following year and um uh, the movie was produced uh, excuse me the Eg- Egyptian government almost revoked his citizenship because Barbara was such a vocal proponent of Israel
1: Mm-hmm. Their really? hot
2: affair only lasted for the duration of the movie.
3: Mm-hmm. It was it Funny Girl or Funny Lady?
2: Funny Girl. Okay, the first one. Yeah, Funny okay. Girl. And um, they went on Nikki to love Arnstein. other people. Nikki Arnstein. Nikki Arnstein. And after Omar, she had a fling with Canadian politician Pierre Prud- Trudeau, Trudeau yes the 15th uh, Canadian prime minister and mm-hmm. the father of current prime minister mm-hmm. and then, he, then was she, hot. he very hot and mm-hmm. then she found long term love when she met hairdresser John, John Peters. Peters on the set of her movie for Pete's sake
3: huh which a, is a great movie never seen it's a great it. comedy oh she was so she has comedic she was so good
2: 12 year love affair mm-hmm. he helped her get a stars born made mm-hmm. he was the, the main producer event. Yes, she was the star, mm-hmm. but again, there were rumors that Barbara had an affair with Brian O'Neill, Chris, Christopherson. Oh, on A Star Is Born. Oh, that was the well. He was pretty hot. Pretty, pretty hot. After Barbara and John Peters went through separate mm-hmm. ways, she went on to have a widely publicized relationship with Miami vice actor mm-hmm. Don Johnson in and the they late eighties. Yes, and they really mm-hmm. I till I loved you. Nothing here. Yes, it just lasted I, a brief year, but that was a top them. 40 single. Yep, I know it. Yes. <laughs> and then she was linked to ABC news anchor Peter Jennings.
3: Oh, interesting. And he died of cancer.
2: He was yes. a smoker. I then feel like she uh was with Liam Neeson for a little bit. And- 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 Andre Agassi. Andre Agassi. No, Andre, that was very scandalous yes, it because was. he was they had an age gap of twenty eight yes. years. Yes. And
3: years... wait, who was before Andre after Peter Jennings? Liam Neeson. I didn't know about that one. All right. Yeah.
2: So I don't know if this is why she's slow in writing her book. Mm-hmm. Her she probably keeps turning in things about making Yentl and other movies, and they're like, "Give us the juice back." Well,
3: can you hear me? Um, yeah,
2: she tried a long time to get that movie made. Um, and Andre Agassi opened up about their relationship in the autobiography he wrote, which we loved, called Open. Open. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, he he just said the public outcry only yeah. added to the spice of our relationship. He has that frizzy kind of yep. big hair, and he said, "But uh, the fact that it was taboo. She was the older woman. It was spicy. It was part of my overall rebellion, which I was very much into." And he said, "Dating Barbara Streisand was like wearing hot lava."
3: Okay, and you want to know his his um, endorsement at the time was with the Canon back when we had cameras. Yes, and it was the Rebel. It was the Canon camera
2: called Rebel. Because he was like a oh, known yeah. re- rebellious oh. guy intended in to off yep, the court, yep, this yep. and that. And so dating Barbara, and she just thought, of course, he was adorable. Adorable. And um, you know, and then he went on to marry Steffi Graff. After and, Brooke Shields. After Brooke Shields, mm-hmm. yeah. So anyway, so that happened. And then Nick Nolte, do you know about their romance? When
3: they made the movie.
2: Yes. So in his memoir, Rebel... My Life Outside the Lines, which came out about four years ago, he met her in 1989 when she invited him to her house to read for the part of Tom Wingo from The Prince of Tides. Mm -hmm. Barbara was directing the movie. She wanted to meet him. He remembers visiting her at her apartment in Manhattan before filming began, and they had deep talks about their character's romantic pull. Because he's a Southern man who moves to New York to help care for his sister, and he meets often with his sister's psychiatrist, yes. played by Barbara Streisand.
3: That was there was heat in that movie. Oh, re-watch two, that
2: movie. Those I've s- recently saw that they have heat. He and he Barbara writes Strayson. in his book. I was as powerfully drawn to her just as she was to me. So much so that I knew that early on, we needed to talk about the reasons why we shouldn't slip into a romantic and sexual relationship with each other as we work. He and Barbara basically found it impossible to stay friends when the cameras weren't rolling. Nick Nolte claimed Barbara Streisand often had him shoot scenes without any clothes on, (laughs) and that the pair of them (laughs) lived in the fantasy of a relationship. He knew the relationship was dangerous, but the chemistry was too hard to resist. Mm -hmm. Um, And one day after filming Wrapped, Nick Nolte claimed Barbara called him on the phone and asked him to move in with her. He was raising his son, Brawley, at the time and said no, because his son was like 10 or something. Mm -hmm. But Nick believes Barbara was inspired to call because she was watching the movie and had fallen in love with Nick's character, Tom. She translated those feelings onto him which created the hard-to-resist chemistry between them. That's how she needs to write about her lovers because so many of them came from the movies. Well, right. As the character, as, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. I don't know. Get writing, but Barbara really's got a lot. She and Cher have had incredible... Love lives. Love lives. It's just like, that's how you want to be 80. Like, look back and say, damn it, did I have a good love life or what?
3: And they did. You know, they
2: did. Don't waste an opportunity. (laughs) She didn't. is her words were never said? But I mean that chemistry that oh, she had. 100%. I mean, hundred percent. And then yes, the Ryan O'Neal oh, was the main event. The main event that they were, and I would not be surprised at all that um, that would have been because she, I mean, and she and Elvis would have had amazing chemistry oh, if they had done the stars Word. born. That yeah. would have been so much but, fun. But you know, Chris yeah, Christopherson, Chris, I think beautiful. he was married yeah. to Rita. In 1970, I don't know, I'd have to Google that, but anyway. I think you're I'm just giving a scandal via that because Barbara is a slow and lazy writer. (laughs) Kind of like Prince. Everybody, a couple corrections to our show today. Sheila wants us to know that House of Dragons will be on the exact same time on HBO Max. They no longer make people wait. Thank you. So thank you. you, Sheila, for that correspondence, and then... Uh, uh, Miss Amy Joe wants to know how to buy tickets for the MyTech Film Festival. We, oh. We haven't started selling them we yet. We
3: haven't started and it'll all be on our website.
2: And Slow Horses is on Apple Plus. Oh,
3: thank you. Okay. So that's
2: just some correspondence from I, the Twitterverse. I love <laughs> I love
3: it when people tell us the right thing. Mm. Um the other thing that I haven't told you about, and I know that you would be Oh, so upset if you didn't know about this before tomorrow is that Snoop Dogg is coming out with a cereal.
2: Oh, yes. For shizzle. I do. I did hear about this. Snoop Loops.
3: <laughs> Snoop Loops. Love mm-hmm. it. Snoop Loops, gluten-free, multigrain, and we'll have a charity aspect. Mm-hmm. So in case you're wondering what Snoop is up to, because I know you love I, mm-hmm. loved, I love Snoop. You love your Snoop. And then mm-hmm. Roger Federer. So the tennis is on. We're getting ready for the U.S. Open. Serena lost. When does
2: that happen? It
3: doesn't start happen until the end of August, beginning of September. Okay. But this is hard court. So now we're in Where Cincinnati, we? Ohio. Cincinnati. And Emily Radhikatu, however yes. you say her name, who won last year, I think she took Serena Williams out pretty quick. So Serena's, you know, was Gary.
2: So basically, Serena is going to sell a lot of tickets for the U.S. Open yes, for, for that first, very first for match. For the very, very mm-hmm. first match,
3: basically. But Roger Federer... Is he going to play?
2: The Gentleman of... No, he's done. Oh, he's done? He's done. Why doesn't but, he say he's retired? Um, Why are tennis people so reluctant I to don't just say know. the but retired word? Have, Do we need a new word?
0: Have, you never say it, never when you're a tennis player.
3: he's evolving. Serena's not retiring. She had a She's different evolving. One. She's she's what? Evol- she's evolving. She's evolving. So Roger Federer, five years ago, was asked um, at a press conference um, by a boy named Aizan Ahmed... Who's also his nick, nickname is Zuzu, mm-hmm. and um, he had the opportunity to ask Roger Federer, um, the great Roger Federer, if he could um, ask him some questions. And he said, "Before you retire, um, can I play? Can I hit tennis balls with you, or something like that?" Would he play a match with him? And Roger said, "Yeah, yes, if he he would." And then Zuzu followed up, "Is that a promise?" And Roger said, um, "Pinky promise." And so last week, Roger Federer, who has had massive knee surgeries, been under, yeah. um, fulfilled that pinky promise by sur- surprising Zuzu at a tennis court in Zurich. Aww. And he was thrilled. He got to rally with his hero. So I just, I love
2: Roger Federer. Yeah.
3: This and um, Nadal is coming back. I'm just giving you all my tennis facts really
2: quick because yeah. it's on. And there's I a- know why they don't like using the word retired because when you look it up, it says having withdrawn from active life. That's a bad word. Yeah. Yeah. Like, can't say I'm done phrased. working I'm, at tennis as a right. job or something. Right. I, you know, Lori, I can thank see you. That. Thank you for looking. No, yeah. Having <laughs> withdrawn <that laughs> <laughs> from active life, I'm like, no wonder no one likes saying that word. You're
3: right. you feel right. like
0: I'm retiring right now. Yeah,
3: right. Are you, Josh? Because it's almost six o'clock.
0: Well, I'm here till nine.
3: Oh, so, honey. We're yeah. sorry. Yeah. We're sorry. Um, mm-hmm. But I just want everyone to know that everyone has honored Serena Williams, all the, the yeah, that's and true. and just has have said so many great things about right, her right. and how wonderful she is and how she changed. The men in tennis have been so cool and respectful to her, which I love, love, love. Mm-hmm. And anywho, we you could your, try there's
2: rusticating instead. Rusticating—that's also having that drawn rusty. from active life. I know it sounds I, rusty and old.
3: That
0: sounds so great,
2: doesn't it? It's like yeah, we it's do need a new word, Serena. Rusticating. You're right. We're, you're very, you're very correct about that. Yes. What would it be? I don't know.
0: When you guys retire from radio, I'll be sure to remember to make a T-shirt at the for the fair that says Lojay is rusticating."
2: Rusticating. Great. There you go. It's such Movie? a. We've adjourned. Adjourned. All right. Adjourned. <laughs> the meeting has been adjourned. Yeah. We're just we're just adjourning for now.
3: Just for a couple yeah, minutes. Yeah, there's not
2: really a lot of good there's words. There's not a
3: good word yeah. out there. And we had a great author on earlier in the show, The Secret though nope. Secret Secret Walsh is Secret the book. Yeah. And shout out to our winners, Catherine and
2: Reese, maybe we're we're uh, yeah. Catherine
3: has the same name as one of our, my publishing friends, so I'm like I recognize that yeah. name,
2: Kathleen. Maybe we could listen, Josh, because we did, do have it posted on our show page. Maybe we can listen to Chapel Heart thing. Uh, you can have them, Jolene, and if you're watching America's Got Talent, you've probably already been voting you've been voting for these right. two sisters and a cousin, but. This is a good song, and it's getting airplay on the country station, so it should get some airplay on a good talk station here in the Twin Cities. You know, we'll be the first to play it.
3: Oh, I love that.
2: Yeah, and it's we have the video posted. Though These girls are, these women are high energy, are. entertainment, really and talented are. songwriters. Because this is like a clap back to Jolene. Yes, I love that. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm a big
0: fan of breaking down walls. Yeah. And, these, and this group seems to be breaking down both the obviously the color barrier yeah. and the you know the typical or the atypical body of a country quote-unquote country yeah, person yeah. so and that's a yeah. great
2: song that they wrote and styled i mean you know just classic and i think classic. so too yeah i love it i hope they do a whole uh, thing you know tanya tecker's discovered them and she's like reaching out to them
3: Isn't that cool? Yeah, it really is. I love that. All right, so selfish. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck, do you think they're being selfish for making people travel for their last Yes.
2: (laughs) <laughs> yes, I do.
0: I mean, to be, people that have money for it and probably don't have a day job, yeah, probably can. Well, they wouldn't invite. I
3: mean, they would take care of those people.
2: No, no, people, so? no, they're not chartering. Maybe they are, maybe they Maybe Ben is, you know, squeezing out some money, but maybe Jennifer Lopez has just said, your friends can just charter their own jet and get here. You're so.
0: I hope they pull up the wedding in a Batmobile just to be just super. Yeah, no, they won't. About it. I know they won't. <laughs>
2: They won't, but Jalo I would love it. That. I would love it if the bat flex showed up with a. How
0: funny! Uh, how
3: funny would that it be? It would be hysterical. <laughs> how
0: funny! And she gets out uh, in this her, whole thing is just mind-boggling to me. Yeah,
2: oh, it no. is. I'm just thinking about some of the friends who are like truly, truly pissed that like they had big, you know, they had a Malibu plan or whatever. They had some kind of a yes. family plan because everybody's going back to work soon in this Hollywood crowd. Everyone's going back to filming. And yeah. Everything. You can just hear the bitching in the inner circle about that, having to tr- trek all the way to Georgia, fly into Savannah then oh. in another hour.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, and plus like, oh, yeah, we're going on a trip. Guess where we're going? Savannah. Georgia. In in August. No, no, you don't know. In, but in well, August. Right, in August,
2: okay? Yeah, yeah, in August, don't it's forget. probably yes. dreadful. It is so right. hot, but they've got tents with air conditioning. Oh, yeah. great, great, Come great. back to me in
0: January when you're up here in Minnesota.
2: Anyway, I, that all has a ring of truth gossip in there.
3: Oh, I, all right. I, I believe because that. Because this
2: wasn't a planned thing. This was, a, you know. A
3: surprise, surprise, surprise. All right, everyone, have a great night. Thank you, Josh. We'll be back tomorrow. All right. This is Lojay. Job done. Off you go.